Blog Talk Radio.
Um, we did Venus, we talked about Venus, and tonight's topic is going to be Mars, who's in the 29th degree of Virgo and getting ready to spend a tremendous amount of time, practically all, uh, more than half of uh, 2014 in one sign. So um, a sort of um, fantastical journey for, uh, for Mars coming up in Libra. Right now it's not really making any real strong aspects in the chart. It's in a loose sextile to Mercury. Um, and uh, that's, you know, quite nice. That's an ability to assert ourselves in communication. So that's, that's out there. Jupiter and Saturn are in a trine with each other. Jupiter at 19, Cancer. Saturn at 17, Scorpio. It's about, again, our ability to push our boundaries back with nurturing and, can, you know, and, and, and care and consideration and restrict ourselves, I think, with, with our distrust. Perhaps that's the nicest way of looking at it is that we can nurture people better and distrust them less. <laughs> if you want to do a couple of double negatives there, Uranus, Uranus and Pluto are separating. So um, they just had their exact conjunction in, uh, in October. I think the biggest um, sort of... Uh, monumental shifts that we're going to see from the Uranus-Pluto square are going to be in 2014 and 2015. Um, I think we've been working our way into it. Hopefully we've cleared out enough stuff that um, we can go into the real meat of the individual change that's going to happen. We're going to talk about that too with Mars playing a big role um, in, in, in this transition. But, um, you know, for right now, going into the holidays, Uranus and Pluto are separating. We're hoping that it's just going to be okay. Uh, Neptune at two degrees Pisces, it's doing its lovely thing, helping to raise the idea of transcendence and, and, you know, the Piscean thing, care, concern, and compassion for one another. It is direct and it's going almost all the way up to, um, the seventh degree. So, um, uh, Pisces. So that's your Global Energy Minute. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You're listening to the Inside Connection. Tonight's topic is about um, Mars. And um, the, the first thing that jumps out at me about this transit of Mars, let me just first say, Mars is going to be in one sign between um, December uh, in, in like another couple of days, December in another couple of days, all the way out till the end of July. It's really almost eight months. So um, that's a long, unprecedented time. Now, Mars goes retrograde. It does go retrograde. So, you know, it, it, it's been retrograde before, but it's kind of rare that Mars is going retrograde, let's say, at like the 27th or 28th degree of a sign. This time it happens to be Libra. So that during its transiting retrograde passage, the time that it's going to be retrograde, it's not going to go back into Virgo because it's going to be starting off so far into Libra. So since the retrograde, the retrograde of Mars normally encompasses a retrograde motion of 20, 21 plus degrees, and um, this time it's starting off at like 28 degrees Libra, it's only going back down to about 9 or 8 or 9 degrees Libra um, before it goes direct. And that's not happening until um, April. So we have... Um, 
you know, a, a, a ways to go before Mars actually goes retrograde. But the thing that's important to me for this conversation is, what is this full passage of Libra? Why are we going to be getting seven, almost eight months of a, of a, of a minor planet, an inner planet, in, um, in, uh, in one sign? Why are we going to be getting a personal planet um, in one sign? And, you know, I think it's important to note the nature of the sign that it's in, and also the fact that it's going to be in a in a cardinal sign when we're already having very strong uh, cardinal square um, between Uranus and Pluto, and you know there's going to be more that I want to mention about this, but Mars is going to be sort of almost like an activator, and since this 2014 is going to be a time when the energy of Uranus and Pluto have have squared each other enough times now that it isn't going to take much, but the universe is adding a seven month retro seven month transit of Mars through Libra. It's it's um, for an astrologer, it's it's quite profound because it's really not something that I've seen uh, or that I can remember seeing because it almost always slips back into another sign and then comes back into the sign where it began. This time its full cycle is in one sign and that's the auspicious nature. So Mars represents our forward motion, our initiative. It doesn't really work real well with Libra. The Mars rules Aries and Libra is the opposite of Aries. So in astrology we call that the detriment. Mars is in the, the the, the, the detriment or the um, Libra is the detriment of Mars, meaning that the energy of compromise and fairness and equality and balance, that doesn't really go very well with Mars. That's a Venus energy, which is why Venus uh, is ruler, rules Libra. And, um, and Mars in Libra is going to already be an abrasive kind of energy because of the, um, you know, the, the putting Mars into that kind of a box. Mars would like to get things its way. Mars is the warrior energy, and Mars is more of an authority, more of a, um, more of a, almost like an impetuous energy that would like to go out and and see its vision of the world created in the world, which is why it rules Aries, because Aries is a very creative and self-serving kind of energy. So Mars is connected with that energy because you know you have to kind of be pretty self-serving to be a warrior. You're not going to be going into a situation with a warrior's heart thinking about diplomacy and here we're taking the warrior and we're sitting the warrior down to the diplomatic table we're putting mars in libra for the you know the you know the god foreseen future (laughs) it's a long time going out until august of 2014 starting just next week and um I think this is good in a way because, like I said, we're going to be putting Mars into this diplomatic box, and obviously Mars in Libra is a great diplomat, even though Mars is not comfortable there. And it kind of almost can be like a very forcible kind of diplomacy. I think when we look at what's going on with uh, Iran and the deal we just signed with Iran for kind of a no-nukes proliferation thing, we're going to find out whether those contracts, Libra, that we initiated um, in this lead-up to Mars and Libra are actually going to 
hold any water while Mars is retrograde. We're going to see, are any of these contracts and agreements that we've made with other countries, and then obviously you can always take that down to the personal level, and it's the contracts and agreements that we've made with people that we're working with or relationships that we're having. Are any of those contracts going to um, be of any value when Mars goes retrograde? Because what we're going to be doing is reviewing them. But the full extent of the direct retrograde and then direct motion of Mars through Libra has to account for the fact that we're being sort of put to the fire of negotiation, which is why I titled the show The Crucible of Fairness, because crucible is something that feels very fiery to me, and Mars is something that feels very fiery to me because its energy is very high, its energy is very ego, um, and its energy is very hot. But Libra is taking that energy and putting it into a crucible, like containing it and making that fire burn off the injustices that are in our relationships or burn off uh, what it is that's preventing us from having diplomatic solutions and um, dialogue and discussion. I mean, Libra, it's really, really about, um, you know, working it out. That, that's the whole fundamental spiritual mission of Libra is to sublimate the ego in order to be able to compromise. And since Mars is the most egotistical energy that there is in the chart, um, you know, it rivals even that of the sun um, for, you know, self-oriented fire energy. Um, having Mars be in Libra is kind of a unique opportunity for us to take all that heat and put it into a contained area of uh, working it out, that space, that hot space, when we're, when we're with our partner or our lover uh, or, or a sibling or, or a parent, for those of you who you know, have an opportunity to uh, actually work it out with your parents. Um, you know, but, but friends and, and, and uh, spouses and lovers and, um, and sometimes siblings, we, we, we have an opportunity to do that sort of heated intensity of working it out with each other because the relationship is important enough that um, we, we, you know, we rise up above our own petty ego needs and we compromise. And we discuss. Libra is an air sign. It's all about discussion. So we rise above our own petty ego, and we and we discuss, and we relate, and we compromise, and we come to terms with, and we create harmony. So this is the fundamental, I think, mission of Mars and Libra. And uh, what I'd like to talk about a little bit is just some interesting little hot spots um, on. April the 22nd, 2014, just a heads up on that time period, there's going to be a very interesting alignment all at 13 degrees. Um, it's the next time Uranus and Pluto are square, and it's at 13 degrees. And, um, and uh, Jupiter is going to be at 13 degrees Cancer, and Mars is going to be at 13 degrees Libra. So there's going to be a cardinal grand cross in the 13th degree um, right around April and it's going to create a lot of heat a lot of heat because the um, you know this battle between the individual the individual voice and 
and the government and the, and the corporations and the institutions. You know, we are in the time now of the uh, the transitional period that that is really beginning to come upon us. That needs to happen in order for us as human beings to be able to move forward and survive you know to survive as a group to survive as a community to be able to take care of each other to be able to share um these things are 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 going to occur well one way or another whether we do it peacefully or not as a result of the balance between um the four cardinal signs the in fact the angles and they represent um, some of the most important energies that there is um, in in human life, which is the, our identity, the Aries, who we think we are, uh, Cancer, uh, our homes, which is literally where we live, our countries, uh, if you're looking more at the global pattern here, but definitely, you know, our home, our, who we think we are as nations, uh, where we live as nations or, or or countries or where we live as individuals, then who we have relationships with, Libra. So, again, as individuals, we have relationships. As countries, we have relationships. We establish connections and friends. Very few people on the globe, countries, are going it alone. And then Capricorn, which is our personal reputation or our institutional thinking, uh, at some level, the social status we like to preserve about who we are. Uh, you know, the United States is certainly taking a huge hit um, lately, uh, you know, having a global reputation for spying on everybody. Or Russia is taking some some serious flack for being so anti-gay now. It seems so, you know, sort of anti-American, European modern secular culture that it's like okay it's 2013 there's gay people you know god created them like okay all the young people know that right so when you have a large country that's supposed to be you know uh, industrialized or on the uh you know the 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 defense committee of the united nations you wonder why that country is such backward cultural thinking and that's a part of that capricorn reputation so the individual and and how we nurture and take care of the individual, who the individual establishes relationships with, and then the reputation that comes from that is an essential part of what these four planets in, Cap, in, in the cardinal signs are doing for all of us. Because in order to be able to transcend our own uh, differences and inequalities, uh, we're going to have to come to terms with who we think we are in relationship to the global need to nurture, which is why Jupiter is in Cancer. And Mars is going to be in Libra because we're going to have a force. Mars is a force for creating um, fairness, for creating uh, egalitarian communication, where everything on the table is considered equal. And the the energy is going to be so strong that the global changes are going to be affecting us as individuals. Like we're no longer going to be able to be in a vacuum of, oh, I can go about my life and not pay attention to anything because, see, people's lives are not disrupted. They get disrupted, you know, like by 9-11 or they hear something on the news about a hurricane or something like that. But it doesn't take long for most people to go back to sort of the mundane pattern 
of their lives and you know mostly what they care about is getting dinner on the table going to work and watching a tv show before bed and there are greater things coming that all of us are going to have to confront as individuals and part of that has to do with our ability to connect with the 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 greater collective in other words what are we doing as a society needs to be something that we can't distance ourselves from as individuals that's the really powerful important inner message behind this square and the transit of mars through libra lovely chat there not sure exactly who I'm talking to, but uh, meaning, you know, in my mind, normally when I go on a on a good uh, conversation like that, I have someone pictured in my mind that I'm that I'm having this this conversation with this philosophical conversation from an astrological perspective. I taught a class today at uh, Glendale Community College, which was just lovely. It was a beautiful campus and. Um, Glendale, for those of you who don't live in Los Angeles, is a little a little town, a smaller town, but it's definitely sort of within the Los Angeles proper. Um, it's near Burbank and Pasadena. Those are larger towns. And um, the, the community college there was just lovely, and um, a student and a professor had me there to teach an astrology class this afternoon for about an hour, an hour and a half. And it was just fantastic. So perhaps, you know, this this conversation that we had just now uh, goes out to uh, the students that were in the astrology um, elective there for Glendale Community College. So um, some of your, your, you know, bright faces, I think, were right there before me while we were discussing the cosmic changes that are upon mankind. It can't really be much bigger than that, can it? And um, the uh, the age is moving forward, and uh, we we are definitely in uh, you know the the pivotal shifting of um, of our time because um, this square is going by the time that it's ended in 2016, it's going to have created a mass change in consciousness. So you know whatever we see coming in 2014. Uh, we're going to be blessed to have been a part of it um, and to and to open ourselves to the change and the conversation that it brings. I am going to uh, leave you tonight with uh, Wanda Jackson singing Shaking All Over. I'm Dr. Craig, and I think I'm going to be here next Thursday. I have to go away on Friday. So if I don't have everything done, you'll have to forgive me if I miss next Thursday. But as of tonight, I have every good intention of uh, getting a half an hour up there for you guys on the Inside Connection. Good night. Uh